We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Equestrian Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Lee, and this is episode 228. Our guest today is a top junior rider in the hunter-jumper discipline and arguably the best junior hunter rider. So to honor USHJA's We Are US Hunter Jumper campaign, I thought it was more than fitting to have her on to represent our junior hunters for Hunter Month. While you're listening, make sure you set aside some questions because on April 29th at 6 p.m. Eastern, I'm going live with her and Amanda Steege for you to ask any questions you want. Our guest today dominates the junior hunter ring. She had huge success in the pony divisions, and now as her last junior hunter year, she looks back at all of the highs and lows and everything in between. So without further ado, I would love to welcome our guest today, Augusta Iwasaki. I would love to hear all about what you're up to right now with your riding. You're such a fun rider to, you know, watch. I love your horses. I love your style. But first, would love to take it back to the beginning. How did you first find yourself in the horse world? Uh, Well, both of my parents have been involved in the horse world since before I was born. So I was riding while I was in the womb. I really started riding when I was four, but I mean, it was always in the cards for me. Definitely. So as you started getting into it, obviously you were pretty much like fully into it from the start. Did Mm -hmm. you ever have kind of an idea in your head when you were a little kid, just like how big you would be doing the sport? Honestly, I didn't really, I honestly had no idea for a long time. I actually, when I first started riding, I quit for a little while. And then one day I was like, mom, why aren't you bringing me to the barn? Like I just I was very lax about it. I just went to the barn and had fun. It definitely took a while for it to become very like serious. What's the dynamic like working with your parents? I mean, obviously there's like definitely pros and cons. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, it's really nice to be able to get to share something like this with your family. And I think it really does bring us all closer. Um, And I get to travel everywhere with my parents and get to experience everything with them. So that's really nice. And you are, you do virtual school, correct? Yeah. Um, Was that how it was from the start or how did that transition happen with school? I went to private school from kindergarten to sixth grade and then I switched to online school and I've been doing online school ever since. And obviously you're based in the West Coast in California, but Mm -hmm. you venture over to the East Coast quite a bit. So how do you guys kind of figure out what you want to do with your schedule? Um, I think it just depends. We go to horse shows and then we kind of decide what we like. Uh, We really enjoy going to the Kentucky Horse Park and Michigan, Traverse City. So we try to definitely fit those into our schedule. And of course, indoors and Devon and all that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. And how much of Wellington were you at this winter? I was there for the first six weeks. And then I came back for weeks 10 and 12. I feel like some classes that are extra special to watch you ride in are the 
the USHA International Derbies. I feel like those are always have some like extra added, you know, like fun and the courses are more intricate. They're a little bit more exciting. Tell me a little bit about when, when was the first International Derby that you did? And do you feel like you prepare or do things differently for a larger class like that? The first time I did an International Derby was probably four or five years ago with uh, one of my first junior hunters. Her name was Small Adventure and she'll always be one of my favorite horses. She took me around whenever I asked. She was the perfect horse to do that on for the first time. And I think honestly, mostly the prep is just practicing tracks like that because they're definitely different than just regular hunter courses and keeping your horses fit so they can do those long tracks too. When you are at home, what does your horses, obviously each horse is, you know, kind of like a different case scenario for prep and, and what each horse needs, but what would you say are like a normal week where you are not showing for training for your horses? Right. It really depends on the horse. Um, I like to do a lot of flatting and a lot of like, I don't like to jump super big all the time. I'd rather do some like patterns and stuff, jumping lower and just getting the feel of things and practicing that sort of stuff. Cause I know my horses can do whatever they need to once they go in the ring, but practicing littler keeps them nice and sound and hacking a lot keeps them fit. So I do a lot of that. Yeah, definitely. I think that that kind of like baseline is important rewinding a little bit because we skipped over ponies, which I feel like were kind of like a pivotal moment. Um, and definitely I feel like where was one of the maybe beginning stages of you really being on the map for your junior career. Um, definitely. tell me about some moments that stick out in your mind, um, during your pony season of life. It was a few years back now. <laughs> yeah. Biggest moment for me definitely was, uh, pony finals. 2017 when I was grand champion on bit of laughter in the regular ponies and grand champion on Kingston in the green ponies. So cool. That was, that was like my moment. And those are my favorite ponies um, I've ever had. So that's so cool. Going into that pony finals, what were, do you remember what like your expectations or, or general thoughts about pony finals were? I think I had done pony finals a few years at, by then, and I was thought I could be really competitive with Kingston because he was really good in the model, really good in the hack, and he was just a really good pony. Even as a green pony, he had jumped pony jumpers in Europe before. He was pretty seasoned, so I I was definitely confident with him. I really was not expecting that with bit of laughter. That was like a very that was like a very special day. And then for horses, do you feel like you have, obviously you ride so many different horses, so many different types of horses. Do you feel like you have a type or a type of horse that you gravitate towards? Honestly, I don't, I end up with a lot of lazier horses, but I don't like to kick or pull that much. I kind of just like to do like, just yeah. kind of post around. I like a little bit of, a little bit of flip is honestly my favorite. I don't love to super like quiet horses, but some of my favorite horses have been that. So I guess I wouldn't say I really have a type. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I feel like you, you have different types of horses that you are currently riding. Can you tell me about your current string of hunters? Yes, I have. Um, I actually don't have to, I have some green horses. I don't have too many. I have 
Small Kingdom, who is my derby horse. I've been doing them in the derbies for a long time now, maybe three or four years. And I've had him for a long time. He's really little and really quiet. Probably the quietest horse I've ever ridden. And he's just really scopy. He's favorite classes the derbies. He gets bored doing other classes, but those are his favorite. So he's my main derby horse. Yeah. On a day of the derby, what's his prep like? Since he's so quiet, is it like very minimal? Sometimes well, sometimes we'll lunch him on the Tuesday of that week. And um, if it's like a nighttime derby, he'll go out in the middle of the day once. But yeah. other than that, he kind of just comes comes to the ring. Oh, I love that. Thing. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Since 2004, the USHJ has created programs, offered education, and has supported members of the hunter and jumper sport. In 2022, the USHJ has created We Are US Hunter Jumper campaign to highlight all things hunter and jumper. So everyone can understand everything this fantastic sport has to offer. This month, we'll focus on all things hunters. And on April 29th, I will host a USHJA Instagram Live at 6 p.m. Eastern. I will speak to two amazing hunter riders, a junior and a professional, and they will answer your questions and we will give away terrific prizes. Be sure to follow along on social with hashtag we are US hunter jumper to find out more, learn a ton and not miss a thing. Tell me about a moment in your junior career with, with the hunters that sticks out in your head. Um, I think my two moments really stick out for me. They were both, well, actually I could, I'll talk one about one horse and one about another, but when I was grand champion in the junior hunters at Washington on small affair, that was a very big moment for me. Uh, I knew that was his last indoors and I hadn't been grand champion there before. And I was just, and that was like one of his favorite horse shows and he was a very well-known horse. Everybody knows he could do it, but I just wanted to really prove myself on him. And that was really special. And another time, I guess probably the first, I've done a lot of derbies, but it took me a long time to win one. My first win was with Small Kingdom at Ranching Coast on the grass. And that was also really special. What do you feel like kind of, was there like a switch that flipped that it, you all of a sudden were like, once you won one, it, was there something different that happened that you feel like, you know, made that just, happen? Honestly, maybe my confidence just like, once I knew I could do it, I really thought I could do it. I think riding is definitely a confidence game. So I think that definitely changed things. Do you get nervous going into the ring or have you at any point in your, your riding career? Um, I definitely have. I'm not one to get super nervous, but it's definitely happened. I would say, honestly, I've done a lot of derbies at this time. I am pretty confident in my um, abilities to do those. And I really like, I really enjoy doing the handies and stuff. So that's just really fun for me. But I definitely get nervous, say like testing in a big X class or something like that. That's when I usually get nervous. Let's talk a little bit about the equitation and jumpers, because obviously you have made your way into all three rings. How are you able to kind of 
bounce from one ring to the other. And obviously there's different styles and different things that you need to focus on and work on in each ring. Definitely. I think honestly, you just have to focus on what you're doing at the very moment that you're doing it. I think that's the best way to kind of focus on what you're doing is really just keep focus and stay on exactly what horse you're on, what class you're doing. And that really helps. Do you have a favorite ring? Honestly, I really, I haven't done a lot, but I love the jumper ring. Love it. That's awesome. Do you feel like having the hunter and equitation background has really helped you become a more effective jumper rider? Um, I think so, especially in the act. I think the tracks are so important in the equitation. It really gets like ingrained in your head to keep keep on those. And I think that's very important in the jumpers. Definitely. What would you say is an area of the industry that you are really passionate about that you feel like the rest of the equestrian community either just doesn't know a lot about or doesn't talk that much about? Hmm. I mean, I think a lot of times in the horse world, school is kind of school for kids like my age, a little bit younger. It's really put on the back burner. And I think it's hard sometimes because kids want to really excel in this and also really excel in school and go to college and all those things. So I think it's really hard sometimes to keep a balance of both things because when you are getting to your junior year and your senior year and you're applying to colleges and stuff, that stuff takes a lot of time. But I mean, everybody knows how much time and effort you have to put into this sport to really, to really get something out of it. So I think it's a lot harder than people think. Definitely. I often see you at like the Rost or the Grand Hunter ring, like with a textbook or with a book studying and doing like any free time you have to try to knock that out. Because I mean, horse show days are long days and you have to fit in school somewhere. Yeah. And I also, I really like to read just for fun. So you might see me doing that too. It'd be fun reading. Okay, that's good. (laughs) That's amazing. So looking forward to the rest of this year, what are some classes or horse shows that you are most looking forward to? Um, I'm really excited to go to Devon this year. Uh, It's been a while since I've been there. So that's really exciting. I'm really glad. I think it's going to run this year. So for just, just in time for my last year. So I'm really excited about that. My last Devin was definitely my best Devin so far. So I'm hoping to keep that, keep that going. And I'm really excited about Derby finals this, um, this summer. It's my mom's favorite class to do. So, uh, it's always really fun for everybody. And, um, I think I'm ready to do some equitation finals this winter. Really do my best, try to win one. Yep. Oh, that's so cool. That's very exciting. As you are about to age out with your last junior year, is there anything that you were are like hoping to accomplish as you finish it out? And is there any advice that you would give to other junior riders listening in order to make the most of their junior years? I think my biggest goal for this year, I would really, um, I've been doing the equitation for a very long time. I've seen a lot of people come and go. So I think I've been doing it for almost like six years. So I really am trying to win a final this year. Oh, that's Uh, awesome. That's my biggest goal for the year, I think. And 
Um, I guess my biggest advice is just, I know it's, there's a lot of pressure always. And I mean, everybody, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to do well, but don't forget that we're also here to have fun and love our horses. And remembering that really does bring back some of the fun into the sport, I guess, when things get really intense. So don't forget that it's not just about winning. Definitely. I think that's great advice. Oh my gosh. I have two very random questions for you. One, why don't you wear gloves? Okay. (laughs) Really random. I never liked them. I don't like how they feel on my hands. And besides in the act, I don't really have to wear them. So I just don't. Love it. Yeah. Second question. What is the, um, usually right over your fitted show pad, you have that crochet, piece Mm -hmm. of material tell me a little bit about that um it's in the colors of my barn and it's just a pommel pad it just goes right on the front of my saddle and my mom thinks it looks nice and I think it sets the saddle in a good place so love it I just feel like it's very iconic for to you (laughs) amazing well thank you Gus so much for taking the time walking me through all of your accomplishments, everything that you're working on and continue to do. Um, Best of luck for the rest of your junior career and excited to continue watching you at SMU. And I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. All right. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute and write a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. It helps people like you find the podcast and it helps me get some killer guests. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you next week.